0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Jim, you've got some big plans this afternoon. Yeah. Get my little get my little jabberoo. <laughs> Yeah, getting my shot at 12 noon, I believe. Is that when you're getting vaccinated? Yeah. Noon? I thought it was 4 30, but I'm looking at the information. I think it's 12.
1: 12 now. Well, I'm glad I brought it up.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it would have would
1: have been a little awkward. And they're getting upset with people who aren't showing up for their appointments. Uh, apparently, people are going online, and they're booking multiple times to get their second shots. So they'll make a number of appointments. just and pick to, the best one. Yeah, pick the one that works for them, and then they're not showing up. And the problem is, once they take the, uh, the vaccine out, they can't just throw it back in the fridge. So mm. they either have to scramble and find somebody to give the shot to, or it's a wasted uh, dose,
0: right? Yeah, I'll just tell the nurses that are at the the Optimus Center, um, just leave it in the freezer until I show up. It's, it's warm out there today. Wouldn't mind cooling <laughs> down a little bit, getting it through my veins.
1: Uh, some icy cold Pfizer yeah. coursing
0: through there. Do you know which one you're getting? No, I don't. I wonder if it says. I have, like, some screenshots, but... I got the funky mm. cold Moderna. Yeah, that seems to be the good one. It made my arm sore.
1: That was about it. I was a little tired for... I was tired the next day, but I'm always tired,
0: so I, I don't know
1: if it had anything to do with the vaccine.
0: Yeah. On any given day, I could wake up feeling like garbage, so I wonder what'll happen on Friday. I've heard some people, their arms sore. Some people, like, legitimately sick and have, like, cold sweats, but then last, like, 24 hours.
1: The AstraZeneca, from
0: my friends that I've talked to, people who got the AstraZeneca
1: seem to have more flu-like symptoms. mm than the, uh, the Moderna or the Pfizer. There is a little bit of the, uh, the whole um, vaccine shaming thing going on, though. Is, for which vaccine you get? Or like what? The, yeah, the AstraZeneca people seem to get looked down upon. Well, just look at New York. Uh, if we open up the border and we can travel into New York City, they don't recognize the AstraZeneca vaccine in New York. So if you want to go see a Broadway show... You better have the Johnson and Johnson, the Moderna, or the Pfizer, because they they didn't approve the Astrazeneca.
0: What a mess! What a joke! That's like you know, the Astrazeneca people who've got that shot have been through such a roller coaster of emotions. Blood clots, yeah, and and they they keep changing. Like you know, the percentage of blood clots. Now you got to mix and match with your second poke.
1: Oh God! Now you can't go see. The Phantom of the Opera oh, on Broadway. What? <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you're getting it done there. It's One step closer, Jim, uh, to you and I being able to hang out in the same room again. I know that's your big
0: hope out of all of this. <laughs> I was picturing us running hand-in-hand hand through a Dewey Meadow, but also in the same studio. Right.
1: Nice. Do the show in the same uh-huh. room. That's going to be a special day when that finally happens. <laughs> How about Ronaldo costing Coca-Cola four billion dollars? <laughs> <laughs> one simple gesture.
0: Holy cow! Yeah,
1: you got Euro twenty twenty going on the uh, the big soccer tournament, and Ronaldo is one of the biggest names in the sport, one of the biggest athletes in the world. He uh, scored a couple goals in the Portugal Hungary game earlier this week, and then after at the press conference. He sat down at the microphone. There was two bottles of Coca-Cola that were placed in front of him. He took the bottles, moved them to the side, and then in Portuguese said, drink water. (laughs) (laughs) After that, not sure if it's a coincidence or not, Shares of Coca-Cola dropped from 1.6% dropped 1.6% from $56.17 to $55.22 which if you look at Coke's market value it went from 242 billion to 238 billion just like that
0: 4 billion dollars down wow I thought there was no such thing as bad press ah I, I totally agree with Ronaldo. Like he is in, he's in incredible shape. This guy, I, I wonder when the last time he drank a Coke was. And I think people need to realize how bad it is for your health. But how mad would you be? And I don't feel bad for Coca Cola, but they paid to make this tournament happen. They put a, little, a couple of their bottles on the table. You
1: know who I feel bad for? Who? The intern or whoever's job it was to act- actually go up there and put the bottles in front of them. Yeah, like the person that set the bottles there. Must have been like, yes, I did it. Look at that. Right and in the camera. Yeah, the cameras can't avoid looking at those Coke bottles. My <laughs> bosses are going to be so happy about
0: this. Yeah. And yeah, $4 billion down. Oh, if they just would have put a little poster up. Just a poster. Yeah, you said look, Coca-Cola on it. You don't need the bottles there. in the
1: background. You got Heineken. You got FedEx. You got Volkswagen. <laughs> Hisense. You got all these corporate logos that can't be moved. But they had to have two bottles of Coca Cola up front mm. and center, didn't they? <laughs> Meanwhile, I think there was a Heineken there that remained. Uh, the Heineken, the bottle of Heineken, he, he shotgunned. <laughs> a can a tall can of Heine. No.
0: Drink water, chase with Heine.
1: <laughs> On the bright side, Coke, you still have $238 billion. <laughs> Not too bad.
0: Hey, bud, you know, interesting stuff happens in the country, too some sometimes so i guess she's time for the rural report the rural 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 report there we go bud
1: well you know here with taz and jim we like to keep an eye on what's going on in the smaller communities across the country and who better to do that for us than our very own jim kelly the pride of mitchell ontario and this is an interesting one here jim
0: that's right taz uh you know father's day around the corner Got me thinking about the dump and how often I would go to the dump with my dad. You know, you'd pull out, we'd pull out old bikes and maybe there'd be a chain on the bike you could use for your bike at home. My dad once pulled out some old luggage from the dump and he used that for several years. Oh, you mean you went to the dump, he pulled it out of the dump and brought it home with you? Yeah. Oh, what? you never went dump picking, Taz?
1: Yeah, No, I haven't Well, you're
0: missing out Case in point, guy in North Bay You know, he probably thought he might see a bear At the dump, that might be the most exciting thing But no, there's apparently at some dumps A donation center At like the front, so you know If something is kind of workable, you can just give it to the donation center Before you just toss it in with all the trash So buddy goes into the donation center Slash goodwill type thing In front of this dump in North Bay Looks at this one painting says, this is kind of neat. It looks like it's like got a receipt on the back. Maybe this is worth some money. He calls up a Toronto Fine Art Academy. Sends him a picture. Sends him the back of the painting. They look at it. They say, "This? It, 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 guess who painted this? David effin Bowie. No. Yes. Ziggy Z- Stardust? Ziggy Stardust himself. He had the lightning bolt on, that he painted on his face first. And then he painted on canvas after. In the 90s, he did a whole series called the Boys D Head Series or something. And this was <laughs> one of those. And... Or something. Or something. I don't know. But Buddy bought it for five bucks from the, you know, the center there at the dump. These are art fellas over in Toronto saying it could, could be worth $30,000. Holy cow.
1: Good for this guy, man.
0: Good, good for this guy. I would say... <laughs> You know, I got a sneaking suspicion. I know who put it in there. Who? David Bowie. Cause it sucks. I'm no man of art, Taz, but this painting is terrible. <laughs> I think he was so ashamed. He's like, I can't go from writing Space Oddity to painting this piece of garbage and have people see it. Cause it it looks like he started painting the side of a lady's face, got a phone call, and then never got back to it. It's not Let good. Let see here. There's no eyes. There's no mouth? It is pretty simplistic. It's t- it's terrible. I'm You know, he ain't joining the group of seven anytime soon. I'm telling you that much. <laughs> but it's David Bowie. Sure. I think you're just jealous because
1: you're stuck with an old bicycle chain and this guy's getting $30,000 from his David Bowie painting.
0: Oh, well, I don't know about that. I mean, I'll keep looking. I... Uh, got a feeling I might be able to find uh, an old piece of luggage that used to belong to Harry Chapin or something like that. That might be worth a little bit of money.
2: Somewhere deep down in my heart, I still love you.
1: I love you, Dad. (laughs) Yeah. You ready for the awkwardness? Here we go. We're going to get one of our listeners, Jason, to call his dad, Danny, and you two spent a lot of time together, you say, Jason. What do you like to do with Dad?
2: Uh, I don't know. Like, we like to golf a lot together.
1: And, and at the end of a round of golf, will you tell your dad you love him?
2: I wouldn't say particularly after a round of golf, but I definitely have told him before. Okay. And, he's,
0: and he said it back?
2: Uh, I think I could get him to say it back. <laughs>
1: okay. <laughs> okay, so just have a normal conversation. Bring up whatever you got to bring up with Dad. And five times during the call, you have to say, I love you.
2: Hello? Dad. How's it going? How's it going, man? Good, how's it going with you? Oh, not too bad. Hey, I heard about that uh, fire uptown the other day. Yeah. Did you hear, is everything Okay. I haven't heard too much since. I just oh, okay. heard fire. Well, I wasn't sure if you were around, and I, I, know, I kind of got worried, and you know, love you too much for anything to happen. So, um, uh-huh. hey, I was also I was also thinking about. Uh, I know you're talking about getting another trailer. Um, what's kind of the what's going on with that? Oh, so I called about it. It's going to be at least three thousand dollars. To, to oh, okay, up. okay. Well. Are you going to, are you, uh, is your other one working okay now? Because yep. I was thinking, I was thinking of using it again if, if possible. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, I love you for that. Thank you. Um, also, uh, for Father's Day, you got many plans. I, I'd, I'd love to golf with you because I love you so much. So I think we should, I don't know, try to get out or do something. Oh, Okay. Well, yeah, we have, well, we're going to Monday with uh, with Jeff and Carl. That doesn't work for you, does it? No, no, no but even if you and if, even if it was just you and I, like that'd be that almost be better. Lo- like I love you and all. Like it'd be perfect if it was just us two. Honestly, it'd be a good bonding time. Okay, where do you want to go? Uh, it doesn't matter. I'll take the day off. Like, I'd do anything for you. I love you, man. <laughs> you love me? Me too, man. Finally! <laughs> Finally! What took so
1: long, Danny? How many times does your son have to say I love you before you say it back? I bet you would have told Carl you love him right
3: away. Yeah. <laughs> everyone loves
1: Carl. Oh, jeez. Danny, it's Taz and Jim. We're on the radio. Oh, Hey, Taz. <laughs> <laughs> and we're playing a game called I Love You, Dad. And and your son, he really does love you. Jason loves you. He wanted yes to win to you do. some Lotto 649 tickets. You got $100 for the uh, big draw coming up on the weekend, okay?
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Oh, love you, love you buddy. <laughs> okay, bye. I still love you. This has been... I love you,
1: Dad. Yesterday on the show, we were telling you about Shelby Houlihan. She is a track and field athlete from the U.S. who has been disqualified from the upcoming Tokyo Olympic Games because she tested positive for a banned substance. Now, she says that she didn't take steroids knowingly, but uh, she thinks that when she went to a, a food truck, she got a tainted pork burrito. Which is the reason she tested positive for banned substances. Tainted pork. (laughs) Tainted pork. Uh, Now the Olympic Committee, it looks like they're doing what they can to prevent tainted porks. They are giving out uh, condoms in the Olympic Village. 150,000 condoms, and this was kind of a big question heading into the games. They always have done this, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, you got a bunch of gorgeous athletes in peak physical condition in the prime of their lives. Chalk living in full of testosterone. Uh, uh, yeah, estrogen, just uh, you cram them all into tight quarters, and it, the Olympics have always been a legendary F-fest. <sighs> But with COVID-19, the priority is social distancing and athlete safety. So are they giving out condoms? Aren't they giving out condoms? They've said, yes, they are. But check this out. The Olympic Committee says the distribution of condoms is not for use at the athletes village, but to have athletes take them back to their home countries to raise awareness.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. Like they've (laughs) never heard of condoms before. Come right. on.
1: That's like you giving a pepperoni stick to your dog, Jim, and telling him it's for later. Yeah, just keep it in your cheek for <laughs> now.
0: Here's here's some cooked beef. <laughs> Don't eat it for three days, Bruce the dog. Yeah, it's also kind of like you know the Olympic Committee knows that they're going to use it on site and they know that it's kind of a no-no. It, it reminds me of, uh, of variety stores who sell bongs for tobacco use only. <laughs> yeah. We all know what's going on here. You can say it's not for tobacco use. I've never seen anybody smoke tobacco out of it. I doubt any of these Olympians can't get hands on their hands on condoms back in their home countries. So stop Souvenirs. The it's nice to have a souvenir, though. Oh, that'd be nice she, if there was like five put together so it looked like the Olympic like rings. rings.
1: Well, maybe that's a solution too. You sp- speaking of the Olympic rings, you know, one of the recommendations over this past year in Canada was um, if if you still, if you have to get it on with somebody um, to be safe, you should use a glory hole. Mm. It could do an Olympic ring glory hole sort of deal in the village.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's efficient, five at a time. <laughs> yeah, on second
1: thought. You'd have to go every that's,
0: every wait. second ring maybe. <laughs>
1: counterproductive it at this too point. many too many rings <laughs> yeah it sounds like the olympic committee is trying to cover their butts by covering athletes junk and before we we tell you this story i just want you to know there's a happy ending because people love these animals and i don't want anyone to get too stressed out but global news story about la llamas on the laloos <laughs> Loose llama causes brief partial closure of Highway 400 southbound lanes near King City. So north of Toronto, there was a llama that got onto the uh, the, the 400 highway. <laughs> Pretty random. Uh-huh. And the OPP actually had to tweet out, Are you missing your llama? Please come get him or her <laughs> and bring your trailer. It appears to be healthy and not hurt. Highway 400 southbound at King Road. If you have a horse trailer... We could use your assistance, llama emoji.
0: Thank God nobody hit it.
1: Yeah, it could have been a,
0: could have been a terrible end to the story. Yeah, yeah, and they'd be so confusing when you when you hit it and then got out of your car. Like, what is this thing? Like, llama <laughs> would be the last thing on your mind. Yeah, they do kind of look
1: like what's that thing Luke Skywalker rode in The Empire Strikes Back? Tauntaun? Looks a little. Did I just hit a tauntaun? Because
0: it's a white one too. Yeah. (laughs) No, people love llamas. You went to the llama farm, Sylvan Alpaca Farm, right? Yeah, I don't. I think that's it's different than a llama, but you know, same vibe. Pretty close. Yeah. i llamas. I'd feel terrible. I'd feel worse about hitting a llama or an alpaca than I would a deer. Deer are a dime a dozen. Well, your girlfriend would never let you hear the end of it too. Because she loves
1: the the alpacas.
0: Yeah, yeah. We'd have to give up driving and then like get alpacas to ride on to make good... F- <laughs> I'm killing one. And then there
1: was an update later in the evening. Happy to report the lost llama has been reunited with its family. So that's it? They just get it back? Is there no kind of punishment? You get a trial period to see if you're suitable parents for the llama? <laughs> Maybe the an thing impeding was- traffic ticket? <laughs> yeah, the thing was on the the highway. You know, if my kid was in the middle of the highway, I don't know if they'd give him back right away. <laughs> but your mama,
0: you probably get a CAS
1: call. <laughs> Jim, I'm surprised you haven't said anything about the soccer jersey I'm wearing.
0: It's very bright. It is very bright. Uh huh. Blue and yellow. I like it. It's nice, eh? Hmm. Yeah. I I bought a bunch of Ukrainian soccer
1: jerseys. I thought this deal might go south. Uh, Facebook Marketplace. There was a young lady who had posted, who wants to buy Euro um, soccer jerseys? So I I sent a message. I'm like, yeah, do you have Ukrainian ones? She's like, I can get them for sure. I'm like, okay, well, I'll take five then. You don't want to buy for the family, father-in-law, Father's Day on the weekend. Mm-hmm. My in-laws, my, my wife is from Ukraine. She moved to Canada when she was um, around 20. So like... Uh, I am cheering for Ukraine. I'm pretending to be Ukrainian, but at the same time, my children are half legitimately half Ukrainian. Their their Ukrainian bloodline has not been tainted until now
0: by me. Yeah, what a disruption. <laughs> oh my God. Everything was going perfectly fine. Uh-huh.
1: So I've gotta I've definitely gotta win some points with, with the in-laws. So I I got everyone jerseys um from this mystery woman on Facebook Marketplace. And she's like, okay, I'll let you know when the jerseys come in, and then you meet me in the parking lot of a truck stop and uh, bring some cash with you. Alone. Come alone. (laughs) It sounds sketchy, doesn't it? It does. It It really does. By yesterday, 5 p.m., I showed up to the truck stop parking lot. I uh, looked for her car, there she was. Got in the back of her van. We did our <laughs> I put a bag over my head, she took me to an undisclosed location, and there's five jerseys waiting for me. <laughs> oh, she had the jerseys and they're they're amazing.
0: Mm-hmm. Perfect. Sweet. Do you mind if I ask how much you how much you paid for them? Cause Forty dollars. Look... Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So maybe not the authentic ones, but definitely good enough. Uh, obviously,
1: just with the way um, the deal went down, uh, there's something,
0: <laughs> <laughs> something's fishy. Yeah, yeah. You're telling me legal vendors don't meet in truck parking lots truck often? Truck parking lots. Okay.
1: Go to the, uh, the, the third shower stall at the truck stop, <laughs> knock three times. The man will then approach you and ask you for the password. <laughs> you tell him the eagle has flown the nest and he will bring you out back near the dumpster. I will be waiting in the dumpster with your jersey. You put $300 in the dumpster, <laughs> knock four times. Wait seven days, <laughs> and if you see smoke in the sky coming from the west, <laughs> your jerseys are ready.
0: Yeah, Euro. You got love, to gotta love the Euro soccer tournament. Sure, we're learning geography, we're learning about culture, and backdoor dealings. <laughs> I want to see you peacock, cock, cock, your peacock, cock, your peacock. Your peacock. I want to see a Peacock. Cock, cock, cock.
1: your Peacock. Guys and Jim, cock, we are joined by peacock, our sports guy, Devin Peacock from Global News Radio. Dev. Hey, guys. The Montreal Canadiens pull one out against the Vegas Golden Knights last night. How big was this win for the Habs?
3: It was massive. To go down uh, 2 nothing against a team like uh, Vegas would be uh, not impossible. Uh, they've shown they can come back from deep holes, but it would make uh, the series, all that much more difficult. Uh, it's Kerry Price again. Carey Price is the reason uh, they are playing so well. He's not the only reason. I mean, when they were uh, coming back against the Leafs, when they swept the Jets, they were playing um, a type of hockey where they're good in all three zones, and they returned to that last night, but they were really uh, helped by the fact Carey Price was much better than Marc-Andre Fleury, and as a result, uh, they are going back to Montreal, tied one-one in the series.
1: Okay, and are you uh, are you now um, starting to think that it's a possibility the Habs could beat the Vegas Golden Knights here?
3: I still don't think so. I mean, again, I mean this is probably going to doom Vegas Golden Knights. I don't know how many Vegas fans we have in Ontario right now, but uh, I think Vegas is the better team. Just losing uh, one game doesn't mean they've been knocked off. They uh, could bounce back just the same way Montreal could bounce back. And when both teams are firing on all cylinders, I think the Golden Knights are the better team.
0: Hey, did you guys see Jeff Petrie's, uh, the Habs player, his red eyes? Everybody was taking pictures of his eyes last night. And it wasn't just like around his eye sockets. It was his eyeball. Both eyes were red. Everyone's like, really "Why? what's going on? Is yeah. he high? Does he have pink eyes? Is that just what Vegas does to you?
1: There is a lot of ways to get pink eye in Las Vegas.
3: (laughs) I think his his wife might be the one really asking him those questions. What do you mean? I mean, his name is
0: Petrie. You're going to assume there's some sort of germs Bacterial. Bacteria growing somewhere. Basically, it looked like uh,
3: he had some broken blood vessels, which is uh, the the unfunny reason behind it. He's going to be okay, but uh, his wife still might have some questions.
1: (laughs) I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often. A flight from San Francisco to Las Vegas had to turn around on the tarmac because two guys got in a fight over the armrest <laughs> and things got physical. So they had to turn the plane around, go back to the gate. Both those guys got kicked off the plane. Neither of them wanted to press charges, but they, they missed their flight hmm. because they were fighting over who gets the armrest. And we've all been there before. You have the little armrest standoff with the person next to you. Mm-hmm. You put your arm there. They put the arm on it too, and each of you refuses to give up any <laughs> any
0: of your your real estate. Uh huh. Whoever gets there first basically owns it until they move. Yeah. It's, it's not just airplanes. It's movie theaters. Yeah. Anywhere, any public
1: space where you're you're sharing an armrest with a stranger.
0: On the on the airplane though, I always give up the arm. Like I, don't, it's not worth it to me. I don't like my arm touching people. I don't want to battle over it. I don't want to get in that situation. So I will just sit with my arms at my side and just give it up. What a loser. <laughs> Does that make me a coward? You wimp. <laughs> hey, I should be on that tarmac with those two idiots scrapping right now. You know what I would like to do? I, I When I sit down, I just
1: flip the uh, armrest up. You know, you can get rid of it. You In can tuck back. it back into the into the seat. I do that, and then I like to sit with my arm around the person next to me.
0: <laughs> Cut out
1: the middle, man. Just, just <laughs> snuggle the whole flight. Why not? I'll be your armrest
0: if you be mine.
1: What what are the rules when it comes to armrests?
0: I I think it's first come first serve honestly, whoever gets there first. I mean there's no other it's not like is it the older person, if it's a senior, do their is their arm heavier and their shoulders are older Does they need to rest it? Maybe if the woman's pregnant, you know, I don't know. Uh-huh. But I think it's first come first serve. Somebody posted
1: this online. It's a, a breakdown. They, they were really thinking about it. The pros and cons of each seat on the airplane. The window seat. Pros, a nice view. There's a wall to lean on. Cons, you're trapped and have to ask two people to move if you need to use the bathroom. The aisle seat. Pros, a little more leg room and you're free to get up whenever you want. Cons, you have to get up to let other people out to use the bathroom. The middle seat. Pros, None. Cons, it's cramped. You have to move uh, for the person by the window, and you have to ask someone to move if you need to get up. Therefore, according to this person, whoever is sitting in the middle seat should get both of the armrests.
0: So they have one pro. The, the one
1: pro is if you're in the middle seat, you get both armrests.
0: I guess that's two pros. One armrest each, yeah, for each elbow, but and then, I disagree. You don't need to. You, you lean one side. You don't need two armrests. You know what I mean? Like, what do you, like, st- middle, that's your own fault. You should have, you should have pre, you should have looked at the floor plan on the plane when you got your ticket and picked a window seat. You should have paid extra to choose your own seat. Mm-hmm. Okay, you don't think
1: the middle person should get the luxury of two armrests then, Jim? Two
0: arm? No, half the time you're looking at your phone, your arm, you're not even resting. You, who rests two arms at the same time? <laughs> Unless you're the dentist chair. <laughs> That's the
1: kind of passion I like to hear, Jim. We're going to change you into an armrest <laughs> fighter before the end of this conversation. The Taz and Jim Dad Bod pageant. We are looking for Mr. DadBod 2021 uh, some of these dad bods, they take the sweater off and there's an even bigger sweater underneath. <laughs> <laughs> How's that work? Yeah, the guys are ready to show their stuff and we'd love for you to tune in. Facebook Live at 8 o'clock tonight. We've got a QA and a with our 10 finalists. We're going to do a, a, a little talent portion and, of course, the swimsuit
0: portion. Mm-hmm. Especially for all the moms out there. Oh yeah, and just male swimsuits. It's just a wide variety of options. You just really never know what you're gonna get or how the reveal is gonna happen. Uh-huh. It's exciting times, folks. Well, it's one of three.
1: This is these are the three types of swimsuits we've seen. We've seen the um, the board shorts. Mm-hmm. We've seen the speedo. And believe it or not, since we started doing the dad bod pageant, we've seen multiple Borat mankinis. Mm-hmm. Multiple screams dad. When we, when we did this live, we, uh, and we hope to do it again live when this stupid pandemic goes away. Um, when we did this live, there was a couple times we had to get tape from behind the bar in order to make sure that the dad's uh, bathing suits... Didn't cause a wardrobe malfunction on stage in front of what would be a
0: terrified crowd. Yeah, I mean, they're walking up and down the aisles. People are eating waffle fries. We don't need anything (laughs) spilling over (laughs) onto the table. Yeah. No. Bouncing to and fro. You
1: got to make sure everything stays contained. Mm -hmm. Um, We did get a message from one of our dad bod contestants yesterday, Jim. Mm -hmm. Picture of uh, him in the backyard. Looked like he was getting his tan on. Yeah, glowing up. Last minute, trying to even out the uh, the arms and the torso. You gotta, you well, gotta. I don't know. I, I for, for me, if you have the the shirt tan, I think that's bonus points hmm. for a dad bod competition. Because you know, dads, if, if their uh, legs aren't darker than
0: their feet, something's wrong. Who's mowing the lawn? <laughs> you ain't you. We know you ain't mowing in sandals, no, dad. Every dad knows that's a bad combo. Safety first. Yeah. It's white New Balance
1: shoes or nothing. (laughs) It's going to be a lot of fun. How about this, too? Uh, A survey was done down in the U.S., Planet Fitness, which is uh, like a, a gym chain down there. They did a Father's Day survey. And I don't know if this is good for Planet Fitness because they found the dad bod is more popular than ever. 70 percent of women now say it's an attractive look. Hmm. Sixty-nine percent of men with dad bods say they're confident about it now, which is up sixty-four percent from a few years ago, yeah. Eighty percent of women think dad bods are a sign of confidence. Sixty five percent describe it as sexy. And fifty nine percent, the majority, would rather be with a guy who's got a little jiggle than someone who's solid muscle. Of course.
0: Of course, it makes total sense. Does it? Yes, yes, it does. Well, if somebody, if you're dating someone with abs, now you have to get abs. That's true. You know what I mean? Now you're now you're feeling self conscious about yourself. Yeah, you want someone that makes you feel good about how you look naked. Sure, <laughs> can't have a
1: mismatch. <laughs> That's why every every time I, I take my clothes off in front of my wife I say, You're welcome. <laughs> <We're laughs> or you, even You must feel like the most beautiful person on the planet right now. <laughs> 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 the Taz and Jim Dad Bod pageant. Tune in tonight on Facebook. Dad's competing for a Louisiana smoker from our friends at Beachcomber. They do more than just hot tubs. And someone's getting the duct tape sash with the title, Mr. Dad Bod 2021. Facebook, 8 p.m. tonight. We'll see you there. Yeah, around here, it's going to be sunny today. But in New York City the other day, how about this for a weather forecast? It was cloudy with a chance of sticky icky huh uh-huh it was raining nugs bud Garden? or, or raining bud
0: nug wait what okay when you said sticky icky in new york i thought p- too many pigeons flying by but this is marijuana related yeah the
1: ganj was falling from the sky
0: how it's
1: uh is it a biblical thing miss that one yeah it it was falling from the sky. People uh, were pretty excited about it. They're stuffing weed in their pockets and they're running away. Hmm. It wasn't actually a weather system. Um, it's not a cloudy with a chance of meatballs sort of deal. Dang it! <laughs> Imagine it rained weed and then it rained meatballs. <laughs> great combo. So earlier uh, in the month, a guy bought a uh, 20, 29 year old man bought a garbage bag filled with marijuana and he brought it to the roof of a building because Mm. he was expecting to sell 19 pounds of weed for $20,000, but the deal went bad. His customers pulled out guns. This guy freaked out as they started attacking him, trying to steal the bag. So he just hurled it off the roof of the building. The weed fell to the sidewalk below. Pedestrians, when they realized what it was, they scrambled to grab what they could and they took
0: off. It's great for all the pedestrians but the one who the bag landed on from the top of a skyscraper.
1: (laughs) He's just a bag of weed with arms and legs. He looks like (laughs) Harold Harold and Kumar, the big bag of weed. (laughs) Uh, Drug dealers treated for minor injuries at the hospital. Police are looking for the people who robbed him. They is video of the bag hitting the sidewalk and you can see the people freaking out and grabbing all the weed uh we don't know if any of them are being tracked down as well but uh yeah
0: they saw their chance
1: and they took it
0: yeah i mean if weed falls from the sky it's a sign from god that it should be yours thank you very
1: much for checking out the taz and jim podcast if you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcast, and we'll keep talking.